Hey friend! In this episode of Eczema Kids, I'm going to get into everything we've done to help our eczema babies stay happy and healthy in the diaper area department. There's a lot to consider when diapering your baby. Your sanity, for instance, convenience, the environment, cost, toxin exposure, outsourcing some diaper changes to others. There's a lot to consider even before addressing the needs of our little eczema babies. In this episode, I'll share all of my learnings from diapering to toilet training to of my eczema kids, as well as my big mistakes. If you're looking at a case of simple diaper rash or the kind of rash that makes you want to wince, this episode is for you. Hey mama, if you have kids struggling with eczema and you want to get them a life without itchy red skin, then this is the show for you, Eczema Kids. Here, we go deep into diet guidelines, doable at-home remedies, and transformative healthy kids tools that will empower you to take your child's health into your own hands and win. If you are ready to say yes to eczema-free kids, sleeping through the night, and drug-free interventions, hi, my name is Andrew McHugh, and I'm the coach and mentor for you. I created this podcast to equip you with the strategies you need to heal your kid's skin condition and soothe their sweet little faces. Let's eliminate eczema and reclaim our lives. Grab your egg-free snack, take a deep breath, and let's dig in to today's episode. Before we get into today's show, I have to share the sweetest review I got on the podcast. It's from Brie Q, and it says, like listening to my best friend. I'm a busy mom and can't do my own research, but love listening to this podcast to find more solutions for my little ones. Plus, listening to Andrea makes me feel like I'm having a conversation with another mom friend. Brie Q, thank you so, so much for the review. And if you feel so compelled, I would love it if you wrote a review for me as well on Apple Podcasts. That's the way that other parents can find this podcast and help their littles heal from eczema. So thank you so much. That makes my heart sore. Let's get into today's show. I think diapers used to be a pretty straightforward thing, but now, now we have so many cloth and disposable options, it could make your head spin. And when you add to the list of your diaper demands, it needs to not further aggravate my baby's eczema to the list, things get a little murkier. I'm about to have my fourth child and I'm in the process of resetting our cloth diapers So this topic is top of mind lately. We had a heck of a time diapering my third daughter because of her severe eczema. We started with disposables as admittedly I've done in the past and the areas where there was any sort of rubber like the waistband or around the legs just seemed to rub off her skin. I tried every hypoallergenic brand under the sun, Honest and Pamper Pures and loves, things just seem to get worse. Actually, our most expensive option, Honest Diapers, made her condition so bad that her skin was actually shiny. Like, you know when you lose so many layers of skin that your skin is wet and and shiny? That's where we were. So to help her through that phase, I used a Gerber organic cloth diapers, the ones that look just like a dishcloth, and then folded one of those in between her and the diaper waistband. Then I did that when I was using disposables as well as cloth. That helped a lot to get us through that stage. And then she just wore those cotton onesies all the time, so there was room for all of that in there. I looked back on pictures and that poor little child, but we made it through. 
So then I moved to cloth diapers and that helped a ton until it didn't. So at first my cloth diapers offered a lot of relief. Then it felt like our organic cloth diapers were burning her, which was actually what was happening because of the uric acid and mineral buildup and detergent buildup and then possible case of candida overgrowth as well. I don't like to think back to those times either because every diaper change was such a struggle and she was clearly in a lot of pain. So today I'm going to outline for you what I plan to do for my newest addition and what I currently do for my two-year-old and how I toilet trained my other daughter with eczema with the exact products that we use to keep her eczema under control and keep things like your sanity and the environment and cost and convenience and toxin exposure and leak protection all in mind. Our eczema extravaganza has taught us that there's a time and place for everything, especially disposable diapers and cloth diapers. Our two-year-old right now wears Amazon's hypoallergenic mama bear brand, and that's going really well. This was, I mean, a welcome convenient change for me after a year and a half in cloth diapers. And it's definitely nice now that she's older and her diapers require a few more, you know, wipes than they used to. And they work well through the night. They're soft and I've been really happy with them except for throwing away disposable diapers. I don't love that part. She is on the path to toilet training on a little wooden toddler toilet because the plastic pieces that either go on a regular size toilet or or those little like toddler potties, they destroy eczema legs and bums. So if you're in that stage, find a wooden toddler potty. So sometimes it's easier to wait for eczema kids to be a little on the older side when toilet training. Because when they do have an accident, the uric acid might burn their little legs that was the case for my middle daughter and you can't put pull-ups on your eczema kids because of the plastics and chemicals in there so my my middle daughter was nearly three when she was toilet trained the upside of that was it happened really really quickly but like i said her her eczema and her legs just wasn't up for for toilet training earlier than that when my newborn arrives my plan is to diaper the baby in Bomb Genius's organic cloth diapers. They're just like disposable diapers as far as putting them on and off. So if you're new to cloth diapers or have anyone helping you out, like your husband or grandparents, which hopefully you do, this is a really great option. These are definitely not the most inexpensive option, but as I told my husband, they do save you in the long run. It just takes a little while. At first I was thrown off by the price and I bought some other organic cotton options, but they just didn't work the way that the bum genius diapers do. It does save you to buy just these in the first place. And they have so many cute ones. You can buy them through Cotton Babies or just look up bum genius online. I recommend getting about 24 cloth diapers. This is a nice place to be so you don't have to be stressed about laundry all the time. And, at least in our dryer, they don't dry all the way. The easiest way to deal with that was to get a freestanding clothesline in the baby's room so then they can dry all the way. To prep our current stash of bum genius diapers for our newborn baby, I took them through a resetting process. 
which I plan to do once a month or so once we start using them again to ensure that we don't end up burning our baby's bum with all the inevitable buildup that comes with cloth diapers. I got this process from cloth diaper wash and care with a few tweaks to mitigate toxins because we don't use bleach in our home. To reset your diapers, first, you need to run them under a tub faucet with hot water. And this helps get the detergent out, like put them directly under the, the stream of the water. And you wanna do this until you don't see any more suds. Second, you wanna do a tub soak with RLR, which I didn't know what that was either, but it's a laundry additive. It's not a detergent. It's phosphate and perfume free, and then it helps bind to the buildup in your diapers, like the mineral and detergent ammonia gunk, and then strip them out. It's a proprietary mix of ingredients that's mostly washing soda, but it has a lot of other things too. I can't find a full list. I read that you can make your own washing soda from baking soda, but if you have a baby whose skin is peeling off right now, you probably don't have time for that. So anyway, I combined RLR, which I just got off of Amazon. It was no problem. I'll put a link for those in the show notes. I combined that with unscented Tide and they recommend using Tide because the enzymes in that detergent help wash away, again, the really bad gunk that gets deposited into cloth diapers. So let the diapers soak with those two things for about 30 minutes and then move them to your washer for two hot and heavy cycles without detergent. Now I have a diaper bucket that's just for this kind of process. It makes things easier. So after your two hot and heavy cycles, they then recommend a bleach soak, which knowing how caustic bleach is, I just make a bleach alternative with four cups of hydrogen peroxide and one cup of borax. And there's other recipes too, but I think this one's the easiest. Put all that in the tub with the diapers, let those soak, then rinse your diapers and put them back in the washer for two or three cycles with unscented powder detergent. And then you can dry them and you're done. And as I said, my cloth diapers don't dry after a round in the dryer, but if you live in a warm place, it's best to put them outside and let the sun dry, let the sun dry them. Sun drying your diapers actually removes the need to do the reset process in the first place because the sun removes stains and actually sanitizes the diapers. So the way that it's been done for, you know, all the years until disposables came onto the market, that was really the way to do it. But if outside isn't accessible to you, or if there's a foot of snow outside, like there is at my house, a freestanding indoor clothesline, we'll just have to do. Then as part of your regular washing routine for your cloth diapers, you need to wash them twice every time. The first round is to loosen the gunk and then and wash it away. And then the second round is to actually clean the diapers. So you first do a normal warm water cycle with detergent and then a hot water heavy cycle with detergent each time you do a load of cloth diapers when they're being used. Whew, <laughs> that was a bit. And once you get the hang of it, it's really not hard and you can just start to incorporate all this stuff into your routine. So to recap, your best bet for diapering your eczema baby is to use Bum Genius organic cotton diapers. Wash them twice every time you do a load and do a reset routine monthly to ensure buildup doesn't burn them. Use hypoallergenic disposables if your little one is showing you that a change is needed or if things just get really bad. 
and the moisture needs to be wicked away from their bodies better than a cloth diaper can do. And use the old school cloth diapers in between the diaper waistband if you are like recovering from a reaction to the plastics or the rubber materials or even just the abrasive materials in cloth diapers. If if your baby is having any of that kind of reaction, just use those Gerber organic cotton cloths. And then lastly, you'll want to use natural products on their little bums and bodies. And we'll get into that more in a future episode. Take care, Mama. You're doing great. Hey friend, if today's episode helped you in any way, would you leave me a review in Apple Podcasts? Neither of us have time for social media, so this is the best way to help other parents find this podcast and heal their kids. Thanks for your contribution towards ending childhood eczema.